Do you ever look around and think, wow, the world is a crazy place, and it just seems to get crazier and crazier? Ease your mind and take a break. This is Fuel for the Soul with John Gifta. We're a hub for inspirational Christian sermons, practical keys for Christian living, and Christian discussions and interviews. You'll be inspired to live the life that you were created for. Your host is a top-ranking podcaster, best-selling author, world record holder, aerospace engineer, life coach, evangelist, and founder of John Gifta International. Welcome to Fuel for the Soul with John Gifta. Hey, God bless you all. It's such a joy for me to be with all of you today. Thank you so much for dropping by. I just want to decree and declare that God has amazing things in store for you. Even as we are here in this special location, as we're celebrating this milestone on the podcast and the YouTube, I just want to let you guys know that we are so excited to have a special guest to celebrate this moment with us. And it's none other than Gabriela Graves. She's in the entertainment world, guys. She's an actor from Disney. She's been on many of the shows like Goop and Cammy that many of us watch. She's also been featured on many movies like Lego Batman and uh, you know Disney and Amazon and Netflix. Whatever many of us just sit and watch, she's been a part of it. And we're so glad that she's with us today. And it's amazing to see how somebody who's are rocking the world in the entertainment industry, but still loves Jesus and wants to talk about Jesus. And we're so happy to have her with us. Thank you so much, uh, Gabby, for joining us today. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. It means so much that I get to be a part of this. So awesome, actually. I'm so happy. Uh, I just introduced you from what I've seen, like on a brief scale. Uh, but I always believe that the best introduction is self-introduction. Why don't you take this time to introduce yourself in what you think or who you think you are. Great. Um, so I am 16 years old. I am a working actress. Um, I have been in the acting world since I was nine. And I I have always loved entertaining others. It's been a big part of my personality. Um, the, one of the reasons that I started was, well, first of all, I felt like I was called to the entertainment industry. I felt like God was bringing me towards that. And I've grown up doing music with my family. And so something that I love to do is with my acting and entertaining, I love to make people feel different things. And I mainly try to get them to smile and laugh and love to encourage them and just shine God's light through everything I do. Um, I'm a very creative person. And that's one of the things that I love about myself is I have a huge imagination and love making up stories or being creative um, in music or art or whatever I'm doing. So I think, I'm trying to think, is there anything else kind of about me? Well, oh, I'm an only child. Um, so yeah, I've got no siblings. It's just me and my parents. But yeah, that's, that's just a little brief introduction about me and my life. That's so good. That's so good. I love how you started off while you, you were yes, young. You know, I always uh, believe that, you know, what you did when you were young sheds light into your ultimate calling and purpose that God has for you. Like when you look at, Samuel, he heard the voice of God when he was a young boy and he eventually became a prophet to the nations. And you look at uh, Joseph in the Bible, when he was young, he was uh, working on dreams and interpretation of dreams. And that was connected to his ultimate destiny 
and even me you know ever since i was young i was writing stories i was going around with a, a torch or anything i could have in my hand i would use as a microphone and act like i'm preaching i'm doing all these kind of stuff and here i am 29 years old and i'm doing exactly what the lord has called so i it's so important guys that's why i say you know what you did when you were young when nobody put a gun on you had to force you to do it that shows what's your different call that god has for you and i'm so glad that you took uh the step of faith and walked in your calling and it's amazing to be a light in the darkness and uh like you were just sharing uh coming back to that uh i wanted to ask you uh what is it about you maybe a personality type or uh, a strength or of or just a, something about you that you admire or like the most about you what is that again i would say my creativity i feel like it's very helpful in in my life and in my career to be able to create different worlds and characters but also i would say i'm a very friendly person and i make friends very easily um something that i've been doing since i was little is i'll see someone that i think looks like they could be a friend or really just anyone and i'll walk to walk up to them and be like hi i'm gabby what's your name do you want to be friends and just like try to make an instant connection um and that's one of the things that I find cool and admire about myself because some some people have a harder time going up and making friends and I try to find other people. Yeah, I try to find other people and connect them to each other and like bring uh, a little community of friendship together. So I would say my creativity and my outgoingness and friendliness. That's so good. That's so good. I think by the looks of it you are a full-fledged extrovert if I'm not wrong. I am an introvert so I like you know it always has that push for me to do things but then you uh hi how are you I I could just see that bubbling in you and that's so good that's so good and that's amazing and and creativity yes you know you need to bring out content in creative ways to reach out to this generation and uh one of the amazing things I saw like uh you do was uh, you did uh, stand up comedies and uh, for me if people get to know me i mean for me at a distant people think okay this guy is a preacher you know he's like serious you know when they come to me oh praise the lord pastor and you know and stuff like that and then once they get to know me they're like oh my gosh yes you're like a comedy piece you know i crack some of the lamest jokes Okay when i mean lame jokes the jokes can't work so i call them lame jokes but people call it lame jokes and uh, i do stand up shows and all these things and that's a um, unique way i'm able to reach out to people and uh, you know make a difference so uh, when i saw you doing those stand up comedy shows and stuff like like uh, what do people say about you are you like always funny are you like the clown of the place or how is it like Yeah, my friends and family they say that I'm very funny and I have a great sense of humor. I am like I said, um I love entertaining people and anything I can do to make them laugh or smile, I will do. Um I'm constantly cracking jokes, doing random things, um just I'll walk out into the living room while we're watching TV and I'll have like a huge cape on and a crown and a pillow tied to my head. Just like random things <laughs> just to get my parents to laugh. And so I'm always looking for ways to just make other people's days happier and I I get told a lot that I'm I'm very funny and that's that's something that I take as a huge compliment because most of the time I try to be funny, but it's also something you don't want to like force it, but I I have been told that I'm funny and I take that as a huge compliment so <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that's actually good you know i i was to tell people i know one of the things about laughing is you know especially my jokes are kind of lame people say but i always tell people you know uh one of the things about laughing is when you laugh uh, you actually lose weight so i was like uh those who laugh for john's jokes shall reduce some weight so i would you know uh, tell them all these kind of stuff and tell them hey you and sometimes i might look like a clown in doing that like like sometimes i tell people like oh i took a scale to the music class so that i can sing on the right scale uh you know stuff like that that i make up people are like oh my gosh you're so stupid john but then you know in that process i'm entertaining people and then bring out a message you know and stuff like that like so it's so good that uh, that's one of the things i really caught my attention regarding you now uh for the most part like when you were sharing i mean uh the last couple of days i was going through a lot of your content i was uh replying to a lot i mean commenting on a lot of your videos and i i hadn't checked out your youtube channel before but i've been following you on social media and it was amazing like you're using uh the tool of social media you're to using um youtube and all these tools to reach out to people and uh of course uh you were sharing in one of those segments about how negative music played a negative role in your life and how when you changed your music it changed things for you uh, i think a lot of people today uh you know take these things lightly they're like i is this for fun dude i can just watch what i want to watch i can just do what i want to listen but they don't realize that it actually has a negative impact uh in fact yesterday i was uh, listening to uh you know one of those uh quote unquote secular songs i rarely listen to and uh it it happened to be a taylor swift song and my brother immediately told me you know this particular song is has a depressing tone to it uh be careful because if this uh if you keep listening you know you may have uh an addition or i mean it can affect your mood so people don't realize that so can you share from your life and your experience on how uh serious it is to be careful what you listen to or what you watch Oh yeah. Um I know firsthand what how what you're looking at or listening to can can really affect your mood and your whole thought process honestly. You don't even realize it. Um when I was little I started listening to some music and it was all about like betrayal and heartbreak and revenge and everything. So little 7-year-old me was having all of this betrayal and heartbreak and revenge putting into her head that I didn't know anything about that and so that was influencing my mood and it was making me angry and moody and mean and and that's not what I should be first of all listening to or even thinking about or worrying about as just a little kid and so we realized that the instant that I changed what I was listening to and started listening to like happier, brighter, hopeful music then my whole personality changed back to how I used to be, how the like the brighter personality. And so it's not even a conscious decision what you're listening to and like oh i want to be in this mood so i'm going to listen to this music sometimes it is like when you go work out you're not going to listen to classic like beethoven you want something that's like hard and rough or exciting and will pump you up and when you're studying you're not going to listen to heavy metal i mean you might that's talent but most of the time you're going to listen to like calming peaceful music and it's just that your subconscious is taking in whatever you're seeing or listening to and it's affecting your mood like you'll when you go to the grocery store or um really anywhere if you go to a restaurant and you'll finish whatever you're doing and leave you'll be humming a song later you don't even know where you heard it but you probably heard it either at that restaurant or the grocery store it just influences you in such 
important ways that you might not even realize that it's happening. So I would say be very careful of what you're listening to or watching. Even if you think like a song might have an upbeat tune and you're not really sure what it says, I recommend looking up the lyrics. Or if you're like a teenager or a kid like me, look up the lyrics with your family and then you can see what is this song truly about? What is it really influencing me? Because even if you're just listening to it for, for the tune or for the beats, you're still hearing those words and they're still affecting your spirit and getting into your mind. So be very conscious of what you're listening and watching to. I can't say that enough. I've had many experiences with being influenced by what I'm watching or listening. That's so true. And uh, adding to that, I was also uh, reminded of how, uh, you know, the scripture says, right, like life and death are in the part of the tongue. And uh, when you start singing, I mean, obviously, when you start listening to them, you have a tendency to start singing those lines as well. Mm -hmm. And I was reminded of one of those uh, famous songs, uh, which, uh, you know, has this particular line which says, I'm not thinking straight. So just imagine, like, uh, the minute you tend to start singing that, you're saying, and, and I was uh, with a couple of friends the other day, and they were singing a song saying, I'm overwhelmed, I'm depressed, and all of that stuff. And I was like, oh my goodness, by the time you start singing this, you're going to get more depressed, right? Like, because life and death are in the part of the tongue. You need to be cautious what you speak, what you sing. And yeah. it's so important. Uh, that's why, guys, you know, pay attention to what you see, what you listen, because uh, they definitely affect your life in ways you never even imagined. Uh, now, I want to just uh, dive in a little bit about the fact, like, okay, you're uh, gone into, you're in Hollywood, you're part of Disney, you're part of all these uh, big names like Netflix and all of these things. Mm -hmm. And obviously with this comes fame. And when there is an element of fame to it, there's negative criticism. And like I've seen the kind of comments people make about people. And maybe uh, you have restrictions, you have bullying, name calling, you have people who are trying to, uh, how do I say this, like take advantage of you. Uh, how do you deal with that? How, how do you set the boundaries to ensure that it doesn't affect you as an individual? Well, first of all, I'm just going to say I have been extremely blessed in my entire career that, yes, there have been a couple times when there have been negative comments or uh, mean things said, but for the most part, the people that, that are in my community, that are my followers and fans, I guess, they are so kind and so welcoming and just... It's a very loving um, community and I'm very, very thankful for that. I definitely try to promote like, kindness and loving and being uh, like inclusive. And I, I feel like that's something that I get back because I try to create this community of kindness. That is what comes. And um, if, if I was doing a live a couple weeks ago and someone said something that was pretty negative and a whole bunch of people were like, hey, we don't do that here, we're kind. And they immediately turned and it was, it was, they were protecting me, which was very sweet. But at the same time, they were just showing like, hey, no, we're not gonna be mean, we're gonna be kind. So is there is there something that you wanna be kind and still stay with us? Um, and so that's something that I am very, very, not proud of, but very excited and honored to be a part of. That It is just this community and culture of kindness that I am trying to create and that I have found that a lot of people have responded to for me. And I know it's not the case for some people. They might be doing everything kind and promoting goodness and there still will be those bullies and those negative comments. But for the most part, I have found that 
that has not had been the case for me and i am extremely honored and grateful for that that's awesome because the minute your name goes up the charts everybody wants to comment and makes all sorts of stuff and i'm i'm so happy that you found a group of people you know when when i was uh, preparing this i was just reminded of the fact like a lot of kids look up to you like you know and i was literally reminded of uh, this episode in hannah montana i'm sure you would have watched hannah montana right uh, you know every day uh, when i'm having my lunch Uh, when I turn on the television, I have Anna Montana, and over the pandemic, I know almost all the episodes by heart right now with the dialogues and the expressions. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this particular episode where uh, you know she has her opinion on saying that okay, I don't like carrots, and all the kids say I don't like carrots, and then she says, uh, I I don't have time to read books, but contrary to you, you love reading books, uh, but she's like. I don't have time to read books all the kids say we don't want to read books we wait for the movie so uh there's a point made on how uh you know just because she doesn't get to do something doesn't mean that the kids need to follow that mm-hmm. on a similar note you as an individual you know are a role model like as much as that was a tv show but in real life you are a role model to so many kids so when you say okay i love tea you said you love tea i love tea so Now there may be kids who are saying oh you know what Gabby is drinking tea I want to drink tea and their parents are like no I'm not going to give you tea <laughs> you know or something like that uh how do you handle that responsibility that comes to you as a role model in this field and uh, when you understand that people all over the world are watching what you do and uh, they think that what you're doing is the ideal thing and and they think that okay if you are able to do it I why can't I do it So how do you handle that responsibility? Well, first of all, if I say I like tea and some kid somewhere starts drinking tea because of that, first of all, that is crazy and exciting and I am honored. Um, but I I am very conscious of everything that I am posting, that I'm saying, the songs that I'm posting on YouTube. Um everything I do is I try to promote a a message of kindness and I try to filter everything through my motto which I share um it's dream big be kind and love always and so I always try to think of is what I'm sharing um promoting kindness or promoting love or is this is this something that is going to make people's day or is it going to dampen their spirits and that is something that I always try to be very conscious of because I know that there are so many people and a lot of kids and just even teenagers like I'll see something my friend posts and that might influence me like oh they're going to this place oh I want to go try that or they're listening to this music I want to listen to that um because there are so many things in this world that can influence you and I think I I try to be very conscious and very purposeful with everything that I post and everything that I say while still keeping it in real life I don't try to make it look like I have a like perfect magical life I still try to show that I'm I'm a human I mess up I make mistakes um there's there's things that don't go perfectly but that's just part of life and so that's something that I try to show and encourage others that if things don't go your way that's okay you can just keep trying and keep working and if someone says something mean to you you don't have to retaliate in a mean way you can respond with kindness and love and so I think everything everything that i do and put out into the world is very purposeful with knowing that this might influence someone and that there are i'm not trying to sound like 
stuck up, but like there, there are eyes on me. And so that is something that I know and I'm being aware of. And so that's something that I try to filter everything I do through is just kindness and um, loving others. That's so true. And like you said, all, people all over are watching. And I was while you were talking, I was reminded many of the things that I do, like the way I talk or even my dialogues and all of that stuff started shaping after watching Disney. I mean, I'm just telling you honestly, like what I started watching. I mean, like I said, every single day of watching Anna Montana during my lunchtime, uh, I, it started sharpening my skills in dialogues in terms of like my dialogues. I used to write stories when I was younger. Uh, I love, I'm a crazy Scooby-Doo fan. I even have some records for that, like a big collection of Scooby-Doo that has a, a prob probably the largest in India and stuff. So I'm like so crazy about Scooby-Doo. Uh, and I used to write Scooby-Doo stories and I used to write very bad dialogues. But after <laughs> I started watching uh, Anna Montana and uh, I, I mean, Coop and Cammy and uh, different shows like Ali and Austin and uh, Casey Undercover and all of these shows, uh, what happened is I changing my dialogues like if when i speak i speak like okay i'm going to be a disney star i'm going to speak like disney i want to i always used to tell my brother i want to live a disney life like literally and i changed many of my stuff like to fit in like okay this is what they do in disney and then my brother has to remind me like okay that's a tv show guy you're in reality so uh so when i asked you that question i was reminded of like okay this is like direct for me like like you said uh, there are people all over the world, including yours, a guy who was asking you the question himself, who's actually been influenced by what you're doing there. So it it actually adds that responsibility. Like if today you're sharing those good values, it has a good positive impact on someone. Like imagine if there was something negative, how much of an impact it is, right? Like so, you're uh, you're actually a preacher there. It's just that you don't have the title as a preacher, but you're actually preaching to people all over the world and it's so good. Uh, now, I want to ask you this question, like uh, now that you're in this uh, where, you know, you got this kind of a place where everybody gets to know you and all these things. Do you ever wish like, oh my gosh, I wish I had a private life. Like I wish I had some, like for me, for example, uh, ever since I uh, started growing on my uh, as a minister of the gospel and all of that, there's so many restrictions. Like you know, you can't post that, you can't post like this. You have to post, even if I want to post something, but I'm obligated to behave in a certain way because I'm a preacher. So, do you feel like, oh my gosh, because of all this, uh, I can't really live my freedom? I mean, like I can't be myself. Like, so do you feel like I wish? I could do like a Hannah Montana, you know, like a double role or something, uh, you know, like Miley Stewart and Hannah Montana. Like maybe you can have like a Gabby Graves and something else. <laughs> do you ever feel like that? Do you ever thought about doing something like that? Honestly, no, because I still feel like I have I have a very normal life. Um, I I still get to just hang out with my friends um, while getting to do these crazy amazing things. The way that I put it is I'm just a normal teenager who gets to do some pretty cool stuff with some pretty cool people. This is exactly um, what Anna Montana sees. <laughs> oh my gosh, that, that is <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Um, but no, I, I don't wish that I could just be be Gabby at one point and then be like Gabriella Graves, like the actor another time. I feel like those two are two very important pieces of my life and they're 
they're together because without my like entertaining side i feel like i would maybe be a different person and so i still feel like i live a very normal teenage life um i still just get to hang out with friends be goofy i'm doing school like it's not to a point where i like can't walk out my door without being swarmed by paparazzi and i don't that's not a a goal for me to ever get to i would love to keep acting and keep working in the future but my goal isn't to get like superstar famous and be like be be hey montana status where, like anywhere she goes then there's paparazzi and like secrets and that's not something that i want to do i still want to be able to live a very normal life while still getting to act and do what i love and i think a contributing factor to that is i have done some live action stuff like Poop and Cammy um but for the most part i do a lot of voiceover stuff so voices of animated characters so when you do a voice people may or may not realize it's you and they're not going to see your face and know that oh my gosh that's the kid who voices sweetie in the chicken squad like right there um <laughs> It's a much more normal and almost undercover thing and so that's part of the reason that I love it and can continue it for my entire life cuz I like when I'm working on a, a voiceover show I'll meet an actor and I won't know who they are I just think they're a cool person and then I look up their name and realize that they've been in 20 of my favorite shows but you don't realize it because they're just such a normal casual person who just gets to do pretty cool things and you might not recognize their face you might recognize their voice but they're still just a very normal person and that's my goal it's just be normal and a real human and share my life with the rest of the world while still getting to do some cool amazing things that's so good that's so good but just i uh, wanted to ask you this like i mean of course joseph lived a normal life but out of the blue one day he gets up in the prison and that day he goes to the palace and from one day he goes from mediocrity to become a celebrity overnight like thing is the prime minister equivalent of the most powerful nation in the world of that time just imagine uh suddenly one day it just happens for you like do you think you're ready for it like if that happens i know we didn't plan this but just want to ask you yeah um i honestly don't know like if i went from normal me right now to like superstar status overnight i'm i'm not sure how that would go i mean of course it would be exciting for the first couple days or the first couple minutes but then i honestly don't think that it would be almost good for me because still being a teenager i wouldn't want to let the like the fame or excitement or new like celebrity status i wouldn't want that going ahead and thankfully i have good family and friends that would keep me humble and keep me grounded um so i think it would be crazy and exciting but it isn't something that i would wish for that's so good that's so good but i really pray that someday you are able to create make even greater impact yes and uh, through that process like you're able to i mean like reach the world with jesus i mean like it will be so good if you can do that so i will continue to pray for you with regard to that as well uh now i want to ask you this uh thing like uh, as we were just talking about this uh have you ever gone through any uh, moment when you walked on the road or you were in public and some random person came up and said hey i've seen you on tv i've seen you on coop and cammy or i've seen you in any other uh, mm-hmm. show or tv or whatever for that matter uh, did that happen like uh, and how was your experience like it has happened um, it has happened multiple times and 
I will tell you every single time it has been absolutely surreal and crazy that someone would recognize me because the character that I played, I don't, I, I look like her because she's me, but for the most part, I don't, I don't dress like her. I don't really act as like crazy and quirky as her. So the fact that someone would like, just see me and know like, oh my gosh, that's this actor who plays this certain character. It's very, it's very exciting to me. And honestly, I feel so honored when they come up and it just, it makes me so happy um, to know that I'm, I'm making other people smile. And yeah, it's happened a couple times at, at a theme park. I've passed people in lines and then they finally stopped me and are like, wait a minute, I think I know you. It's happened um, in my hometown in Texas. I was at a, at a pizza place and someone noticed me. Um, I work at a Chick-fil-A and the other day I was taking someone's order and he looks at me and goes, are you from Coop and Cammy? And just like totally out of the blue in a place you wouldn't even think that someone would actually recognize me. And then wow. we were in New York just for a family trip and someone, some kid just came up and asked me who I was and said that he recognized me from as Delaware. And it's, it's so crazy and exciting, but it just means so much when people just come up and say hello and say they either recognize me or are a fan. It's just, it makes me happy knowing that I have, um, I've made an impact on other people and then I've made them smile and laugh and that's something that I have to remember myself because I will see uh, see a star or see a celebrity or someone that I, I know and that I'm excited by and like that I'm a huge fan of, but I'm always nervous to go up and say hello until my parents be like, remember how much it means to you when some kid comes up and is that they recognize you and so that just gives me a little push like oh yeah it means so much and it just encourages you to keep working and keep doing what you're doing so that that's something that i want to say to y'all if you ever see someone that you recognize from a show or whatever definitely go up and say hello it means so much to them so it, it's really fun and crazy that it keeps happening even this far after coop and cammy has filmed and that we've that we wrapped the show that's so good. I, I still remember the first time when I had such an experience where uh, somebody came and uh, called me over, came running. It was an old person, actually. He came running and he's like, hey, aren't you the preacher on TV? And then he took some uh, screenshot of something and then he's like, oh, isn't this you? I'm like, yeah. And that was like an overwhelming feeling like, wow, I made an impact with people I don't even know about, like, you know, and you, you are doing the same thing. Like, you don't even know, like, even as you were talking, I was reminded, like, just uh, even on Sunday, I mean, we get uh, Coop and Cammy only on Sundays at home. So even on Sunday, we were watching and uh, I was showing your face to grandma and said, she's going to be on the pod on the podcast and all of that. Like, we were like, Wow, uh, someone like we watch on television and now they are actually able to interact. It's like like a wow moment. Like as much as it's a wow moment for you when someone comes and tells you like, hey, I, I recognize you from this. It's, it's a wow moment on the other hand as well. Like, you know, mm -hmm. wow, we get to meet someone who has, uh, you know, like made such a great impact on uh, media and all of these things. So it's 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 all uh, so real and so awesome and and i want to ask you this like how was your uh, experience like when you got the first call or when they said like okay you're confirmed to be on uh coop and cammy or well, i think coop and cammy was your biggest uh disney uh thing or was there something like even more wow for you um so i i'll tell you two great stories 
So the first one is when I booked my very first ever TV appearance when I was nine years old. I got to play young Peggy Carter on Marvel's Agent Carter, which was so much fun. And I had I had just started the acting industry. I just started auditioning and trying to do this whole professional actor thing. And I didn't know how long it was going to be till I booked something. And I fell in love with this character. I got to use a British accent for it. And I was so excited and nervous. And then when I finally got the call that, hey, guess what? You booked it. You're going to be playing young Peggy Carter on Agent Carter. I was thrilled, over the moon, ecstatic. I didn't, I could not believe that I finally had my first opportunity. And that's something that the excitement never goes away. Anytime you hear that you booked something, it's never just like, oh, yeah, okay, keep another job. It's always exciting, especially because every time I audition for something, the things that I have booked really, they mean a lot to me and I always fall in love with the character. And so it just makes it so much more special when you get that call that, yes, you booked it. Um, for Delaware, I had been waiting for a couple of days to hear and it was at the end of the day, I thought, okay, surely I didn't get it. We haven't heard anything, that's fine. I was over at a friend's house and my parents come in and they're like, oh, hey, Gabby, someone has a call for you. And it was my manager. And she, I picked up the phone and I was like, is everything okay? And she just told me, oh yeah, I just wanted to let you know, you're Delaware on Coop and Cammy. And so I, I started crying. I was so excited. And it just meant a lot for me that anytime that I hear you booked it, it means that my hard work has paid off and that I really, I gave it my all, and sometimes you might give it your all, but you're just not the right look or whatever there, whatever it is, but it just, I'm so thankful that I, I get to book this job and get to be a part of this new cast, and I know that it's where I'm meant to be, because if, if I don't book something, even if I really love it, that means that God knows that was not the right place, and every time that I do get that confirmation, yes, you booked it call, it's just, I'm so grateful to my family and my team for having helped me work so hard and get to where I am. And I'm very thankful to God for opening up this new door that I get to be a part of a, a fun new experience and just keep shining his light. That's so good. That's so good. Like, and um, because when you were sharing like that first experience when you were young, like, wow, I got selected. I was reminded of the first time I was going on TV, I was so excited. Like I, anywhere, anywhere I see anybody, I would be like, hey, I'm going to be on TV, dude, I'm being, I'm going to be on TV, like so excited. And I saw that excitement when I saw your video where you were sharing, like uh, I'm going to be on Coop and Cami from next Saturday or something you were sharing. And I was like, wow, that that that's the excitement. And uh, guys, sometimes, you know, uh, when God, uh, when you're waiting on God for a miracle or a breakthrough, you're so excited. And when God gives you that miracle and that miracle becomes a part and parcel of your life, you sometimes take it for light or for granted. And that miracle's uh, weight, it just goes like you just feel like, OK, fine, it happened in the past and stuff like that. You just take it cool. But I like what you were sharing about, you know, like every opportunity, you, you're still grateful for it. You're not like, OK, fine. I was excited in the beginning when I got it. I mean, for me, it actually happened. Like first time when I went on TV, I was so excited. After as time went by, when we had our weekly program and all of this, I like okay, fine, I'm on TV, like so what, <laughs> you know that kind of a uh, attitude. But then I realized like 
what was once a miracle should always be a miracle for you always be grateful for what god did and uh never take it like okay fine you know take, don't never take it for granted just because uh you've been doing it for a long time and you pro- pro- brought it out in a very wonderful way uh i want to ask you this like do you have any like uh encouragement for budding actors and uh artists who are just trying to get into this and you know like like you were sharing you know you you equip yourself like uh even for me uh even though i'm a preacher i keep uh, i watch all these shows mainly to you know look at the expression and stuff like that i i i'm sure i may not uh match up to the expressions of an actual actor yet but i i keep working on it i keep like doing all this kind of stuff and all of these things because i just love that like but many people just want to do it magically so what is your word of like encouragement for budding artists and actors and in their life as well so my first big point of my first big point that i want to make i should say is you always are going to keep working and taking classes that is something you always need to be doing you can always be learning even the best actors even We always think even Meryl Streep is still learning and is still she has a coach that is always with her on set and helping her work through the scenes and so that is always something you can always be learning and growing in new ways. So if you want to start acting, you can start at there's a community theater or at your school, any way that you can get plugged in and start being creative and start learning or if you if you don't have a place you can learn, you want to start creating those experiences for yourself, get some friends together and film a home movie just like make a short film any way you can start working and start um like growing your craft there's so many ways that you can start doing that making a short film doing a play in your backyard whatever it is you can start from a young age i started at 8 years old even younger than that just entertaining people so just finding ways you can make people smile and laugh and feel different emotions and i would say another important thing is You're not going to book every job. You're not going to get everything you audition for. Most of the time if you don't book it or don't get a call back, you're not going to hear anything. The only time you're going to hear an answer is if it is a yes, you got a call back or yes, you booked it. And something that my family and I always say is that it takes 99% of the time you're going to hear no, but then that 1% of the time is just so much sweeter because every time that you might not book the job or you don't get the role that's okay it's just pushing you closer to that yes and to that excitement of yes i booked this i get to be this character um and i also want to say that i i keep acting because i love it it is something that i have always loved and it is fun for me and as long as it is fun or you love what you're doing keep doing it the instant that you don't love it or it becomes work that's when it's not worth it anymore as long as you love it and are enjoying it and having fun and it makes you smile and you're excited to get up and go to work or rehearsal every day keep doing it that is the most important thing i can say have fun with whatever you're doing that's fine that's, so <laughs> that's so good and uh, while you were sharing i was reminded of uh when you know david is ultimate call was to you know lead the people of israel and uh, one of the biggest destiny moves was when you had to defeat goliath and 
when he got an opportunity to defeat Goliath, that was not the time for him to say, "Hey guys, listen, I just need to go and practice the slingshot. Just give me ten days, I will practice and come back, or give me three days, I just want to fast and pray and come back." You know, uh, then they they say, "Okay, fine, goodbye. That's it, right? Like it's story is over for him." So if you're praying for an opportunity, don't uh, wait for the opportunity for you to go and uh, buy a slingshot. I mean, they'll say goodbye for you. So what you need to do is. prepare get ready if you're saying i always do that like okay if i'm uh, praying for this opportunity am i ready for that like am i uh, okay like if today they give me that opportunity would i be able to do it or am i going to be like oh my gosh i'm not ready for it so always work in that uh, regard and take every single step along the way and like you said you know you may get a couple of no's but your yes is in the future god knows what to give you and he knows how to lead you and 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 today with technology we have so many things at our hand like you were sharing you know you you can make a reel you can make a youtube video i mean nobody's going to stop you if you do don't do i mean if you do that right like literally uh sometimes i mean i i started off like with just doing videos on youtube about podcasts and and stuff like that and what started with what was in my hand as led to where it is today like these podcasts i started uh 10 years back while i was in college I had nothing else. I just had my phone, and God said, "Start a ministry." I started my podcast with my uh, phone. That's all I had. I used to send day, every uh, day text messages of encouragement from God's word and an audio message. And over time, whether people listened or not, initially, over time, God helped me sharpen my skills, and God brought it to where it is today. So mm-hmm. that's exactly what God can do. You start with the little, uh, like the two fish and the five uh, loaves of bread. God can multiply it and use it for the extension of his kingdom. So don't be told the gifts and talents that God has given you. Uh now when I want to ask you this um uh, like what is life in Disney and Hollywood and all these things like like I mean uh what what was it like when you could rub shoulders with some big names have you uh, sh- uh can you share some uh, big names with whom you have uh, interacted or you could work with and what was that experience like like Well, most of the people that I've gotten to meet, some of them are on very cool shows or they would be qualified as famous and celebrities. And the nice thing or not the nice thing, the the cool thing about it is they just act like normal people. Everyone that I has that I have met, none of them act like they are better than or that they they are like a celebrity. No, everyone is very kind and normal and I think that's something most people don't realize in the industry is there might be a couple people that act like their celebrity status, but for the most part everyone is so kind and just humble and just normal people. Um a couple of the people that I know and have known for a while, um Isaac Ryan Brown who's on Raven's Home. I knew him uh long before he booked the show. He and I actually worked on my first voiceover project ever. That was our first thing that we did together, which was really fun. Um on the Pixie Squad, I got to work um with a boy named Max. He is on The Mighty Duck. He was on Bizarre Bark. He's done a whole bunch of things. And I got to meet um Olivia Rodrigo, who was very very sweet. Um there's just there's a whole bunch of people that I've gotten to meet and interact with that you think of them as celebrities and stars and they're just really kind normal regular people who get to do some pretty awesome things. Um oh and one of my one of my favorite 
friends that I have met in the acting world. Uh, it's I worked with them both on Coop and Cammy, Olivia Sanavia, um, who she was from Just Add Magic. And when I first came in for the Coop and Cammy read through, I was so excited to meet the rest of the cast. I didn't know who it was going to be. I walked into the room and saw Olivia Sanavia sitting there and immediately started freaking out because Just Add Magic was one of my favorite shows. I was a huge fan of hers and was honestly really nervous because I was sitting right next to her at the table. And so I was, I was terrified to get to speak to her. But then I did. And again, going back to that, I said that I was a huge fan and she was just so kind and such a, just a very nice, um, I'm trying to think of the right word, just a very welcoming. That's that's the word I was looking for. A very kind, um, friendly, welcoming person. And I am honored to have gotten to meet her and uh, Paxton Booth, who was Ollie on Cube and Cami. Both of them were just so much fun to work with and two friends that I still continue to keep up with from the show. Um, so yeah, that's that's just a couple of the people that I've gotten to meet and work with. Um, they're, they're all so much fun to just meet, and it's incredible the people that I get to talk to and work with. That's so good. Actually, uh, when you were sharing about how welcoming they were, I was just really like, uh, ever since I started doing these, uh, you know, recordings with uh, many renowned guests, my views actually changed. Many people I always looked up to, and I used to shiver, uh, get shivered down my spine. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in the presence of such a person. I realized like they're so different and so welcoming and it's it's just another side of them that we don't actually see otherwise right mm -hmm. and uh, uh, that is so cool to understand like and, and I think uh, I am I, reminded of this joke somebody asked me like how do you stay humble I said I always hum a song mm, because so it'll be humble <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. so it's so uh, good like you know like to see all of them like so humble and Guys, uh, no matter how much God lifts you, no matter where God leads you, uh, always remember it's the Lord's hand upon your life. Never go to a place like, hey, you know what, I'm, I, I'm great, I'm this, I'm that. No, get to this place like you are who you are by the grace of God. And uh, thank you so much for bringing that out, like uh, the sense of humility and stuff like that. Uh, the next thing I want to ask you is like, uh, of course, uh, for the most part most of them may be believers and you said you grew up with a very good uh bunch of uh people who are kind and really amazing uh group of people but uh as a uh, jesus loving christian in the entertainment industry of course i'm not saying everybody's bad i'm not saying that everybody's against and stuff like that even uh last uh about two months ago i had uh an actor from nigeria i'm not sure if you know have you heard of mark angel comedy i mean it's a comedy series uh from nigeria. yeah so one of the lead actors of mark angel comedy was on my podcast and uh he was sharing like uh how he prays gets revelations and then makes uh those videos based on that and all of those things and uh, that that it's it's another thing when you are able to be the light in the darkness of course some christians are going to bash you for that they're like oh well you're, you're in the evil world and stuff like that but uh you're actually doing something you know where what i would say as what jesus did you know being in the crowd being in the world and then shining the light in darkness so as being part of that like did you face persecution or do you face anything and i mean you did share that you didn't uh, face much of that but uh 
what is it like to be the christian there like i mean on a practical note uh of course practical things maybe like uh if somebody else says okay let's sing a song that is trending but you know that that's morally incorrect so you don't want to sing that song or so there are places you stand your ground because of your faith uh how else are, are you able to be different in the christian as a christian in the entertainment industry yes so i'll say when my family and i first started or when we were moving from texas to california we thought that we were going to be like the only christians in the entertainment industry we didn't know what it was going to be like we thought it was going to be like a crazy world and we were going to be the only sane people there the instant that we got there i found that a good majority of people in the entertainment industry are actually christians some of them are public about their faith and speak about it as so you know but then there's also a lot of people that they just go about their day doing their job loving jesus just shining his light for other people and just being kind and so it's not something that you would immediately look at them and be like oh they're a christian but they just do subtle things and once you get to meet a lot of people at least in our experience we have found that there are a whole bunch of christians in the entertainment industry um but speaking about what you what you said like has there ever been a time when i have had to stand out and be different there there have been a few times when i'll be with a friend and they'll be they'll be filming a tiktok or something and i know okay this this isn't really something that i want to participate in um because it doesn't really line up with what what i believe or what what i feel um and so sometimes it does feel strange because i know like it's you're a teenager and there's peer pressure and so other people you'll see other people doing certain things and you'll be like oh i want i want to be a part of this cool thing that everyone's doing but it doesn't exactly line up with what i believe and what i know to be true um and so that's something that i have had to focus on and really know who who am i and really have to think about that and think about how what i do influences other people and how other people influence me and what i want to be not known for but be seen as and want to be putting back into the world um so yeah there have been times that i've had to be different but for the most part everyone has been very welcoming and it is just a an incredible community of a whole bunch of believers in in the entertainment industry that's so good actually about a couple of months ago we had stephen baldwin coming to our church here in india uh, where i attend you know stephen baldwin right a famous actor one of the baldwin brothers yeah so believer so he had come over to our church here in india and he was sharing about how there are actually what we don't see on the outside but there are actually a lot of uh, a, a kind of like a revival taking place in hollywood uh you don't see that manifesting on the outside right away but then there are a lot of people praying acting actors who are in the lord and they want to produce good uh christian content christian values yeah and uh you know we need to support that like and um i think you have something like your own production right like uh if i'm not wrong i i came across something like that uh can you yeah. tell us a little bit about what is your production and what you do i i know you're just 16 and you're already having your own production tell us about it yes so i do i have my own production company it is called happy to be me productions um we actually did that because of some legal thing with contracts um when when i like book a job the way that the contracts had to go through but it's it's very exciting because i know that in the future 
I want to continue acting, but I also want to direct and produce. Um, and so that is that is something that I know that I, I have my own production for the future. So I can find things that I love that are in, encouraging or kind or write something and get to put out into the world something that I'm passionate about using this amazing production company that I haven't, I'm only 16, so I haven't gotten to like produce anything yet or direct, but that is something that I want to do in the future and something that I am very excited for that I can continue acting, but I can also begin making content that will continue to encourage and um, just uplift others and again, make them smile and find ways to just um, share God's love through entertainment. That's so good. Like whenever your production comes out, would really love to support and watch. I always tell people when Christian content comes out, I mean, you know, we as Christians, I mean, uh, for every other thing, we don't mind going and spending money, uh, especially I, at least I've seen it around in my circle. I don't do that, but they would go party, spend so much of money. I would say, you know, if you can uh, support a, a Christian content creator, if you can support a, a Christian producer, you know, how much more you can, uh, we, we, well, what happens with Christians is they, they, they just sit and say, okay, wife, and you know what, uh, media, entertainment, they're all bad. You know, they're all uh, always producing bad content. I'm like, when they do produce some good content, why don't you go and encourage them? Why don't you support them? Why don't you fund them? And that will help a them to create such content even in the future. So, uh, if any, guy uh, watching any business person or dealer or whoever is watching if you are watching i really encourage you to support such things and uh, i don't know when your uh, production would start producing stuff but you know i'll tell you what i was reminded when you was talking about productions uh of course my ministries uh called john gift international ministries i registered it by faith international but uh it's registered as john gift international because my thing is i i have uh when i was younger where I used to write, like I said, I like a lot of Scooby-Doo stories. I used to write a lot of stories. I hope to make them as well into books and movies. That Those are all my big dreams over the future. And so I was uh, like uh, younger than you, actually, when I was in 11th standard or, uh, sorry, not 11, I was 11 years old or 12 years old. I had my own logo for all the stories like John Gift of Fractions and stuff like mm -hmm. that, which I made. So... Uh, you know, when you were sharing that, I, I was actually reminded of that. Like, you know, these are the dreams, guys, that you need to in invest in. These are the dreams that you need to uh, fund and support. And that will eventually bring forth something good. So I really encourage you to do that. And I encourage you to pray and uh, work towards it. I really hope to see Gabby's production. I don't know what you call it. But when that comes out, uh, I know you were saying happy to be me. But uh, uh, that's your production name, right? Like... So when that comes out, let it really make a lot of people to be happy to be themselves. So that's so good. And you also have your own ministry that you do with your family. I was going through a lot of stuff yesterday uh, while I was preparing for this. Um, I am courageous and uh, you have I am courageous TV and I saw the YouTube channel. Of course, I didn't have the time to comment on each of them, but I was uh, skimming through, checking a lot of them. Uh, you're doing a really great job in you know, shining the light, uh, especially for those uh, affected by cancer and all of those things. Uh, you were telling the story that because you lost two of your friends to cancer, that's what uh, drove you to this. 
uh, can you talk a little bit about your ministry and what you do and how can uh, people who are watching listening from around the world support you in this endeavor of course so yes our my family has a nonprofit organization called i am courageous and it started i think 10 years ago i was about 5 or 6 years old when two of my friends were diagnosed with pediatric cancer um they adopted Joshua 1:9 which says I am strong and courageous or be strong and courageous do not be afraid for the Lord your God is with you always um as they adopted that as kind of their fight verse and my family had written a song called strong and courageous that um basically it, it was that verse just talking about I will be brave strong and courageous no matter what comes my way and with with God I can be brave strong and courageous and so they took that song and kind of used that um whenever they were going to treatment and it was kind of it became their fight song and slowly they started giving out our CDs to other people in the hospital to encourage them and kind of share the um the strength with them through through our music and that's when we kind of realized that huh there's there's a way that we can encourage people through music because like what we were talking about earlier music is so influential to what you're thinking and feeling and can be encouraging and so we started i encourage originally as creating uplifting encouraging music for seriously ill children and in the last year we added i encourage tv or iac tv where it's like we have our own variety show on youtube and we go around interviewing incredible people and just sharing these stories with um these kids because it's it's for anyone anyone can watch them and be encouraged but our main goal is to encourage kids in the hospital because when you're sitting there looking at four walls for who knows how long you might get a little discouraged and so we want to show them that you can you can do amazing things even at a young age and we want to also just show them that they can be brave strong and courageous in anything so we interview amazing people we share um music that our family has written and cover songs and um that's that's just a little bit about kind of what we do and if you want to get involved you can go to iamcourageous.net and find everything lives on there you can read more about our nonprofit you can read our mission um you can listen to the songs that we have out there i think we have 30 songs currently and are going to release 20 more soon and um see all of the iac tv episodes that we have out right now i believe it's 10 Um, but just get to know what we do a little bit better. You can donate to what we do. We are completely donation funded, um, and we're a nonprofit, so we don't keep anything for ourselves. It all goes to making more content and finding new ways that we can encourage others. Um, but if you if you can't if you can donate, then that is very much appreciated and allows us to keep. working and doing um more things for these kids but if you are not able to donate just listening to the music watching the videos liking them commenting everything that you were already doing John um that helps us so much because you can if you share it with other people more people will see it and we can encourage more people through what we're doing so yeah if if you want to check it out it is iamcourageous.net is the website that's uh I will be putting all these links in the description so don't worry about it even if you guys 
didn't listen to what she said about the website don't worry it's all in the description just go through and uh, don't go to the website now go to after the end of the program so so uh but really you know i it's amazing to see the work that you do um especially you know i was uh, reminded like you know uh when you go through these storms when you see uh these storms can be things that can break you or they can make you mm-hmm. like when you look at the apostle paul when because, because of the storm the storm didn't destroy him it directed him towards his purpose of going to malta and the storm of losing your friends while you when you were young i mean the kind of fear that could have come or, or the trauma and all the different things but that has helped you uh be like a fuel to help other people going through that and i'm so grateful that you're doing a great job mm-hmm. and i pray that through that pain you're able to reach out to people and make a great impact and i pray that more lives will be touched through this ministry of yours and i pray for funds i pray and release god's uh, hand upon everything that you do towards this as well so uh now we're going to go into a little bit of rapid fire questions so all right okay so i want to start off with i know you would have already seen the questions but still mm-hmm. act like it's new for you <laughs> oh yeah an actor anyway. <laughs> yeah. so yeah you're an avid reader so what is that one book that you can think of right away that changed your life and you would recommend to anybody um i would have to say one of my personal favorite books is the girl who drank the moon that has been long since one of my favorites it is a very um it's a funny book it is very magical and mystical but at the same time it talks a lot about finding who you really are also not judging other people for what you think they might be but getting to know them and really judging a character from how how you perceive them and not how you perceive them but how they really are um and it's it gets um it tells a lot of um good information and some stories about like getting older and growing up and kind of growing into who you really are and finding your place in the world and so it's a great book about getting older finding your place um and getting to know other people for who they really are not how you judge them to be that's so nice actually uh the books you are you the book you were just talking about it said it tells you about who you are and finding your place it kind of sums up the two books that i've authored thus far yeah uh my first book is called who am i which is on identity and value and purpose and uh, this is my second book i'm not sure if you can see it yeah this is this is uh, called unveil your purpose this became a number one new release on amazon in india when it that's came amazing. out yeah So I guess I might like to send it across to you so that you can read books you might read my books. <laughs> yes, I love that. Yeah. So then the next time somebody asks you what's your life changing famous favorite book it would be my book. <laughs> yes. Yes sir. <laughs> so I want to ask you this question next uh what are your thoughts about India? Uh is there something specific about India that interests you or Do you have any plans of visiting India? When you think of India, what comes to your mind? Well, first of all, I would love to go to India someday. I don't have any plans in the near future, but that is something that is definitely a bucket list place that I would love to go. Um I have a lot of friends or I have a couple friends that um do movie reviews and stuff and they have reviewed a lot of um uh, movies from India and I have seen and found that for myself and through them I've seen that 
all the people seem to be so kind and encouraging and welcoming and that is something that I would love to come meet a whole bunch of people and just the culture is so interesting to me so that is something that I, I can't I haven't been able to get there yet and don't have any plans in the near future, but that is definitely a place that is on my list I would love to get to someday soon. That's so nice. So at least now you know somebody from India. So <laughs> I guess that's the reason. <laughs> so you can come here anytime. And uh, I'm sure there's so much you, you would love and enjoy in the culture and explore oh, yeah. and maybe even make a movie in India. <laughs> I love that. That'd be amazing. Yeah, my first, I can produce my first movie in India. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's really so awesome. If you could act in any dream role in any of the Disney shows, like, of course, you acted as Delaware, so that's mm -hmm. ruled out for you. But any other dream role in any of the Disney shows, what would that be? I can't think of a role, like one specific role that I would dream of being, um, but I feel there are two major like genres or types that I would want to be in. I would love to be in a musical. That is something that I've grown up watching musicals and adore them, and so that would be something that I would love to be a part of because you get to act and you get to sing, but that's part of the storyline, so it just adds to like the fun of it. And the other thing... I have always loved action films and I love superheroes and like magic. And so I want to be in, in like a Marvel type show, whatever it may be. I want to be a superhero or even a super villain, just get to do the, the stunts and the green screen and everything. I feel like that would be a really cool experience. So there's not a role that I would want to play, but definitely be in a musical or like an action superhero magic movie. That's nice. So maybe if you can make a remake or Sound of Music, you can be one of the lead actors, actors in that. Maybe a, a superhero Sound of Music? How would that work? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's where creativity comes into play. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, there was a time I almost planned on writing Sound of Music Part 2. I mean, I used to write a lot of stories back in the day mm -hmm. over time. So. That'd Maybe cool. if we do make something like that, that'll be cool. <laughs> For sure. So, yeah, next question, of course, like I already told you, I love Scooby-Doo. Mm -hmm. And and when when, when I uh, thought of you, and, and the, I think the fact that you're wearing, I think, brown, which kind of like orange of well, <laughs> your facial expressions, and the fact you love math. Okay, the minute I saw that you love math, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's like a full-fledged nerd. So you're like a Velma. So what would your take be on being a Velma in Scooby? Do you love Scooby Doo? Like, I do. I used to. I used to watch Scooby Doo all the time with my cousins. I I've seen a couple of them since. I haven't seen a lot of Scooby Doo uh, in the recent years, but I have been wanting to go back and just rewatch all of the classic films and the show and everything. But Velma is such a fun character. Um, I will tell you, when I was little, my cousin and I used to argue about who would be Daphne, and she always made me be Velma because I had the short brown hair. Which now I'm like, oh yeah, I love Velma. She's amazing, of course. I would love to be her. Um, and yes, I am an absolute nerd. I fully embrace that. Um, and I used to adore math. It used to be one of my favorite subjects. And then I got into kind of the 
harder stuff and I'll just say English is now my favorite subject but I still I still do adore that it's still fun um but Velma would be such a fun character to play because she's so she's such a smart person and very intelligent and, and can take the lead um when she needs to like be brave but she's also really fun and sweet and very focused on her friends which I feel like would be such a cool character to get to play so if they ever do another live action Scooby Doo I am around the right age, so it will be fine. <laughs> Even if they don't make, someday I'm going to make. And if yeah. you are available, I'll choose you as Daphne. Well, Absolutely, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. what I love doing about Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> so the next uh, one is coming back to Goop and Kami. Would you rather? <laughs> Ooh. that's the one thing i was like i was breaking my head on this like would you rather would you rather where would i put this and then i realized like your favorite singer that you look up to is taylor swift and you love singing and you play the ukulele my brother plays the ukulele so i know what it is all about like how excited he can be and you can be uh and your favorite actor that you were talking about is emma watson so i thought okay this should be fine to ask you would you rather sing with taylor swift or act with emma watson any one act with emma watson i i love taylor swift and i would love to sing with her that would be an amazing thing but i have adored emma watson for a very long time and would love to get to play either a young her or her sister or any any way that i could just be in anything with her would be an absolute dream of mine. Um I get a lot of people when I do a British accent they say that I look and sound like a mix of Emma Watson and Millie Bobby Brown. So I'm like, great, that's perfect. If if I could be like Emma Watson and just get to um work with her someday, that would be an absolute dream. Why don't you uh do some uh enacting for us right now? Like yeah. maybe Acting as well as a voiceover in the British accent or something. I mean, why don't you show us something? Yes. Um, so this is actually I I love doing a British accent and a lot of time. So as I said, I work at Chick Fil A, and a lot of times I'll either be taking orders out in the drive-through or I'll be giving out the orders in like the little window thing that they have, and I will do a British accent and try to see how many people in a day I can get to believe that I'm actually from England. Um it's 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 a challenge that me and my friends have set for me. And so the other day I think it was Paul that actually asked where in England I was from, which was really fun. Um it's it's just always been something that I've loved doing. Um I actually learned from listening to the Chronicles of Narnia audiobooks so much when I was little. Um and it's it's kind of become a part of my personality. I speak in a British accent. I accidentally slip into it without thinking about it. Um but I just I just love doing them. They're so much fun to do. <laughs> that's so nice and you did that on the spot that's that's up to you <laughs> i i always also admire this one part i i know that we didn't plan this but how did you uh how do you uh, work on planning out oh no let me put this this way okay so how do you uh, practice in such a way that you never use fillers i as far as our conversation today you never say like mm or uh or you know any of those fillers that people actually do like i'm actually in a fix right now because sometimes uh you know that this uh kind of things in podcasts make you sound like you're more of a podcaster so people say that that's good 
but uh, as an actor i've seen one thing about uh, especially on disney nobody says like uh, uh, you know like and even in your conversation you never did that so how i think on a practical note what, what did you do to uh, or those who are watching listening what would you tell them like okay this is a way you can uh, get better at avoiding using fillers and make your sentences more refined how do you do that yeah well it i'm so glad that you said that because that is something that i try to be aware of and not use uh an um and like and so so much which i know i do a lot it is a common part of um speech there is one <laughs> um but i try i try to be conscious of it and when i'm going to say like uh or um or i'm just sitting and thinking i take that as a second to pause and instead of saying words to just fill the space i just take a breath let my brain uh spin through what i'm saying and just kind of sit for a second think what i'm saying get back on track and then continue instead of having to say like oh yeah so uh um what i was saying is and like get sidetracked and it kind of it makes it sound a little clumsy which is just what you do in normal speech which i totally get but when you're trying to sound more professional or you have an interview or whatever you're doing that you need to sound a little bit more professional and together definitely be thinking if you if you forget what you're saying or lose your train of thought or just trying to get back to the point if you just take a second take a breath and then continue on with what you're saying it removes that filler and makes it sound a little bit more cohesive together and a little more professional as well but there will always be those ums and uhs and likes you're not ever going to get rid of them fully they're always going to be there um but just getting some of them out makes it sound a little bit a little bit cleaner because uh as a, like i said before like i want to replicate uh speaking like a disney star you know i used to tell my brother all the time i want to let every line be such that i don't make any grammatical mistakes and the more <laughs> i try i end up becoming like oh my gosh what's wrong with me so that's why i thought okay this is a good thing i mean the minute you feel like saying uh you're like okay all the horses <laughs> not to mention the fact that you love horses okay that's another thing to show <laughs> So what is your uh, is there anything you would like to add uh, as or what is your uh, message to the body of Christ or any specific message in your spirit that's bubbling to share Well again I would love to share my motto which is dream big be kind and love always I encourage you to find what you love if it's acting then wonderful if it's soccer then wonderful whatever it is whatever you feel called to do go for it. If you want to be the world's best soccer player, I'm just going to use that as an example. If you want to be the world's best soccer player, you can't go from never even played soccer to the best in a night. That takes a lot of work. Everything that you do will take a lot of work. So set goals for yourself, train, work hard. You're going to work in everything. So once you find your dream for the future, just start working towards it little by little and someday you will reach your big dreams. And in everything that you do, being kind and loving always kind of go together because when you when you smile at someone on the sidewalk when you're just walking past someone and you you hold the door open for someone letting them go first whatever it may be these tiny acts of kindness are showing love to others and so being kind and loving always when you do both of those things you may not 
realize that it affects the other person, but it will just, it might make their day. It might be just a little thing that they needed to uh, make them smile. Whatever it is, that kindness that you show to others is also just shining God's light. So I would love to encourage you all, find what you love, dream big and go for it. Show love always and being kind to others that will allow you to shine God's light in many different ways. So good. That was so good. Do you have any specific word uh, that you'd like to share about me, the podcast and the ministry? Well, I just wanted to say I love what you're doing. I love how you are encouraging others. And I find it so inspiring what you're doing, how you you had a goal, you had a dream, and now you're, you're doing this incredible podcast and video. And I am honored to be a part of it. I'm so glad you asked me. So thank you so much for letting me just be a tiny part of what you do. Thank you so much. Even on my YouTube channel, this is going to be the 500th video on my YouTube channel. And the podcast is almost reaching 600 episodes. Uh, the one that I'm doing, uh, which I started uh, online a couple of years, about two years ago. So I've been doing like every single day. You know, I work in a full-time job and still I do the things. It's not easy. It's uh, like you said, you know, when you have a big dream, you work towards it. Like you go the extra mile. Uh, or guys, I want to tell you, sometimes you can say, John, it's easy for you or it's easy for Gabby. You don't know the reality of what I'm going through. But what I want you to understand is when you go after what God has called you to do, he will make way for you. He will help you. Like for me, it's not because it's easy. I'm doing it. Like, like I said before, I haven't been well. I gone through so much of things that were against. And even the fact that when I work extra, I, I work almost till two or three in the middle of the night, like so much. It's not easy, but you know, when you say yes to God's call, he'll help you through. So that's what I would encourage you. Dream big, go after the things God placed in you and God is going to help you through that as well. So uh, what is there any specific uh, projects or something that you're working on that you can share about, like if it's not confidential or something that you would like to share? Well, recently a new show that I was on on Disney Junior just came out. It's called fire buds it is animated um and so i play this little girl named bridget um, i'm on a couple of the episodes and i think both of the ones or two of the ones that i was on are out right now um it's a really really fun show so if you go check that out my character's name is bridget um i'm a little a little blonde girl and my buddy is a fire truck named cinder so that was a really fun job that just aired um a couple months ago i wrapped another voiceover show for Netflix, actually, which hopefully will be coming out in the next two years, maybe. It is Lego City Adventures, which was really fun. And I think their second season just came out and I'm on season four. So be sure to look out for young Maddie in season four of Lego City Adventures. That was such a fun project to work on. And now, um, I'm not currently filming or recording anything, but I am still working on my own music. I'm still auditioning, still working hard, um, and working on um, videos and stuff for my family's nonprofit, I Am Courageous. So, always working, always finding new ways to um, keep myself busy and keep learning. And yeah, if you want to keep updated on the fun things I get to do and the new projects that'll be coming out, you can check out my social media. Um, I'm pretty sure John's going to have them in the description, maybe. Yeah, it's going to be there. Perfect. 
Um, yes, so this at Gabby Graves is my Instagram. I post a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, just if you want to stay updated on all the cool things that I'm doing and my crazy adventures, just I'd love for you to check it out. Awesome. That's so good. Is there something that we can pray for you in specific? Any prayer request? Um, I think a prayer request probably just be knowing the correct path to be taking and um, not worry about what's coming in the future. Just remembering that God has it and whatever his plan is the right one. And so just whatever doors are supposed to be open to have them open and whatever I'm whatever path I'm not supposed to take, just having those doors shut and clearly making it known that that is not the way that I'm supposed to be going. So just kind of knowing my path and seeing how how things are going to play out in the future. That's so good. So guys, we've almost come to the end of the session. And uh, before we're going to close with a word of prayer, I'm going to be praying for Gabby and then I will ask her to pray for all of us as well. Uh, before that, I just want to just remind you once again, guys, uh, I encourage you to check out all the details about Gabby are in the description. And if you don't know who's Gabby, Gabby is Gabriella. Uh, nickname is Gabby. Uh, my nickname is Giffy. Okay, so that's why uh, John Gifta. So my nickname is Giffy. So Gabby is so easy to call you. <laughs> so all the details are in the description. Uh, I also encourage you to check out whether if you're checking this out on YouTube, check out all other uh, content on the YouTube channel. If you're on the podcast, check them out on a daily basis or check them out through social media. We'd love to connect from you. Or if you want to get to know more about the books and other details, uh, like my radio program and stuff, you can do so as well. So all these are in the description, including my website, www.johngifter.com. So if you have any doubts, so... At this juncture, I'm going to be praying for Gabby after, uh, and then we will ask her to pray for us as well. Lord, we pray for Gabby in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love, your mercy. Lord, it is you who chose her even before the foundations of the world. You have brought her thus far. Lord, right now there may be a season of a, a place where she needs clarity. She needs your direction. Lord, we pray that you're going to bring the right doors to open for her. Lord, we know that heaven and earth shall not fade away, but your word will remain forever. We know that you will bring every promise to pass in her life. Lord, I give you praise. She need not go and ask people to open doors for her. You're going to open the right doors. Lord, help her to be at a place of peace, at a place of rest and let every worry and anxiety be removed in Jesus' name for her and her family, knowing that they're in the center of your will for their life. And you're going to open the right door at the right time. At the appointed time, I, the Lord, will make it happen, he is saying. I just release that word over you. At the right time, the Lord is going to make things happen for you. He's going to take you places you never even imagined. He's going to bring in contacts like Joseph had people in his contacts like Potiphar and he had, uh, you know, uh, the cupbearer, but his help came to him from the Pharaoh who was outside his contacts. Today, I release this word that you're going to get doors open from people outside your contact list. People you didn't even expect, like a Pharaoh would call you and say, hey, I saw you. I want to involve you in this project or that project. And Lord, just same way, 
Joseph worked hard for Potiphar, but Potiphar did not believe in him and support him in the end. But a Pharaoh who did not even know about Joseph supported him. Lord, I release this word over her that somebody who doesn't even know who he she is right now will be called by God to support her. The vision that you have placed in her to take it to the world and be a great blessing in Jesus name. Lord, I release this word in the name of Jesus that she will see the fullness of her destiny for the extension of your kingdom. Lord, we also pray for her family, a mom and dad, a mom especially has been so uh kind and supportive in framing this whole thing and I pray and release a word of blessing over her as well and her dad in the ministry that they do that they will see the right funds the provision for their vision and they will see god trust them to new levels of their destiny in jesus name we pray amen amen so can you just pray for us pray for me the ministry and all those who are watching listening as well yes god thank you so much for this opportunity that i got to meet john and be a part of this wonderful um wonderful podcast and show that he is creating um just please send send reach to him that he gets to spread your word and get to continue making an impact on people even further than he would have ever thought. Thank you for everyone who is watching and listening today. Please just remind them that they can do anything through you that they are courageous and just to be kind and show love to others. Please just bring them peace if there is anything that might be turmoil in their life. Please just create strength and kindness in everyone who is listening and watching and please just bring new opportunities for John to continue uplifting other people and encouraging and sharing your amazing word with the rest of the world thank you for this opportunity again and we wish for a, a wonderful day that the rest of us get to have or night wherever it may be for anyone else in Jesus name amen 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 Thank you so much Gabby for joining in and I want to talk, thank you mom also for uh orchestrating <laughs> this whole thing and uh, all of you who are watching listening thank you so much for joining till the end and we pray that you will be blessed and I will catch up with you very soon stay tuned god bless you bye You've been listening to Fuel for the Soul with John Gifta. We hope you were blessed and inspired to live the life that God has for you. Make sure to subscribe to the John Gifta YouTube channel for regular uploads of sermons, skits, interviews, and more. Follow John Gifta on Instagram for regular inspirational posts. And don't forget to check out the best-selling books written by John Gifta. Who Am I?, which will help you understand your identity, and the latest number one bestseller, Unveil Your Purpose, helping you discover your purpose and to start walking in it. Make sure to leave a rating and review, and be sure to share it with your friends and loved ones. If you'd like to donate, you can find the PayPal link in the description. And if you'd like to invite John Gifta to speak at your event or to get more details, go to the website at www.johngifta.com. See you on the next episode of The Fuel for the Soul with John Gifta. God bless you. If your heart stops beating now, do you know where you're going? 
If you came face to face with death now, do you know where you're going? And this is not a message of condemnation. This is a message of hope. There is a God who loves you so much. He sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to come down and pay a heavy price by shedding every drop of his blood on the cross. Thank you for dying for my sins. When you believe in him, you have free gift of salvation for you. That assures us that we will go to heaven when we die instead of suffering in hell forever. I just encourage you today to make the simple step of faith and say, Jesus, I thank you for what you did on the cross. Thank you for giving me this gift of eternal life.